Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pump. I'm about to get real deep on you right now. <laughs> that's, that's a little nerve-wracking. Uh, philosophically, not, okay. not, not physically. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I hope my wife didn't walk by when I said that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm about to get very philosophical on you okay. right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you warmed up? Very warmed up. Is your heart open right now? <laughs> Never. <laughs> okay. Is your black heart open? Okay. I have a would-you-rather question. Great. And I thought about it whilst in the shower this morning. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm going to ask Eric tonight. Would you rather have $1 million deposited into your bank account right now? This is like post-taxes, like the tax problem is okay. over. So it's, it's, a hun- it's a million dollars flat right, right out of the gate. Or be granted two life mulligans. And let me define life mulligan. You don't even need to. I made up the term. Oh, boy. Life mulligan is you can go back to one decision or two decisions that you've made in your life over the last 42 years, and you could change the decision you made. Life, life mulligans in a heartbeat. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I didn't know where you'd go with that one. Well, I, I mean, surprised. dude. Doing a life mulligan by not buying Bitcoin when I first heard about it. Oh my God. Right and like there. selling quick, that eliminates the money problem. And then I get a free thing. Yeah, that right out of the gate would be uh, <laughs> would be the million dollars and then another thing. Oh crap. Yeah. Oh wow. All right. I have to change the question then. <laughs> All right. New, new version. Would you rather get $2 million <laughs> or one life mulligan? I have to even it out. I have to make it a harder decision. One life mulligan. Damn it. Okay. All right. Jonesy, you too? What about you? I would take the money. Okay. All right. But Tell you could why. make more than that with your one mulligan. That's all right. The, the combination of my decisions has led me here. So you're concerned about the butterfly effect ruining things? No, I don't care about that. My life's good. No, but the butterfly... Yeah, that's my point. Like, If you went back and changed something, it may inadvertently break something else. The butterfly effect. Mm, no, not really. Okay. No, it's more like if I um, if I took the mulligan and would change something. But I, what I'm saying is, I don't care about the repercussions. Like I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. I would just take the money and that. Like the, the the repercussion thing wouldn't matter. The mulligan choice would net me the same amount of money as if I just took the money, so I'll just take the money. It would have net you way more money than if you just took the money. Yeah, a million bucks is good. The one thing about the, the, the mulligan is if you undo some bad decision you made, this is what I was thinking about in the shower. Like, if I undid a bad decision that I made, I, I'd be concerned that I wouldn't be the me that I am now because maybe that bad decision helped me become a better version of me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't, sure. But I don't care enough because I just want yeah. to buy Bitcoin yeah. and 
2011. That's it. Yeah. And then sell it as soon as it, it hit that max number. Okay. Can I ask you a follow-up question? Absolutely. I want you to go deeper here. <laughs> Damn it, Eric. <laughs> I want you to get more philosophical, Eric. I, I feel like I want to ask the question. Hey, would you take 50 grand or 10 life mulligans? <laughs> 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 Eric, would you rather have one million dollars deposited to your bank account, or or a hundred billion dollars yeah. deposited to your bank account? You pick. <laughs> it's a tough choice. <laughs> All right. If you could only use the life mulligan on a non-financially gaining decision redo, what would you change? What decision would you do differently? Non-financial. Well, I don't know if I'd pick it then. No, I'm saying like you, you've already like there's no choice anymore. Now it's like a follow up question. <laughs> it's just you have a chance to do a mulligan. <laughs> like, hey, Eric, I wake, you know, this is a new, new conversation. Hey, Eric, I have this new superpower. Where I could give everyone on the planet one mulligan one time only, but they can't use it for financial gain. Would you like to use a mulligan? And you said yes. Now you say yes. And I say, okay, what do you want? What do you want a mulligan? What would you do? Man, there's, there's, there's some choices. If you make a golf reference, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> like, yeah, if I could take back the 17th hole on at Lido, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Might be like, uh, you know, I should have gotten cheese on my spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's yesterday. So I'll redo that. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I'd have to think about this one. That's a that's a tough that's a tough question. All right, so I'm going to do this then to the audience for you guys right now in your car, you know, on the turret, whatever you whatever you're doing right now while you're listening to my uh, my velvety voice. Um, I want you guys to think about it at home and uh, send us, you know, yeah, your a life DM mulligans. on yeah, send us a DM on Instagram. Your life mulligans. Uh, non-financial, because we all know your financial one will be to buy something that we know is now successful. So, can't be financial. Wow. Wow. This is so, oh, my God. I know what I would change if I had to change just one thing. What would it be? Uh, the old band would have played Hank's Saloon in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's it. All right. It was the, the decision to not play that show caused the band to break up. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that that caused a ripple effect. You're saying, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, one of my music mulligan would definitely be to not to change uh, the oil. To change the oil. I in mean, our that's van. literally it. That would that changes the direction of everything. If we change the oil in the van, like we could probably be like we come we, back with uh, in the green for the first time ever on tour. We'd be financially successful as a band. happy, happy. Just pulled off a great tour. No issues. Wouldn't have made a stupid decision to record an album by ourselves in the woods. And we would have. Oh, that was before that? Yeah. That that's was, what caused that's it. That's what caused it. Oh. It okay. was a snowball effect like yours, like your Hank Saloon. Non-changing, not changing the oil what caused happened, that. What happened was, I, I, I know we probably told this story 15 times on the show, but, you know, here's, here's, a, here's a rehash real quick. We were on tour. It was our last show of tour, and uh, we were looping back towards new york so we were in upstate new york at this point and the engine blew in the van because our oil was leaking and we had an oil in the van and you engines don't work good without oil 
and we saw the oil gauge was low, but it looked so, it was like erratic. So we thought that the oil gauge was broken. Turns out it was really trying to tell us something. Yeah, we should, uh, you know, change the oil. And when that happened, the engine blew, which means we had to get a new engine for our, for our tour van. Only one person in the band had any money, and it was my brother Tom. So he spotted for the van to get fixed, and we all owed him money. Um, a few of the guys in the band like took a very long time to pay Tom back, and because of that, we were like, "Well, if you don't have money to pay Tom back, then you don't have any money to like, you know, do studio like pay for a studio and all that stuff. So we're not going to shell out any more money on the band." So we went the cheapo route and decided to record an album in the in a house in the woods in Pennsylvania, and it took forever, and we didn't really love the outcome of it, and it completely killed the momentum of the band because we yep. were like we were, had such a buzz building about us. We were touring everywhere. We were building up a fan base, and then we just disappeared for months and months and months working on this album. When and, if we just bought some goddamn oil, we would have just kept touring. And we wouldn't have even recorded a second album yet because we didn't really yeah. need to. We just started on that first album and we had plenty of songs to, 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 yep. to play. And that ended up causing the band to break up. So honestly, um, putting oil in the van would probably be my mulligan. Yeah. I feel like it was my bad. I was driving when it happened too. Yeah, I but felt I mean, very guilty. It happened on the drive. It wasn't just your stretch of the drive. The crazy thing is... I mean, I do hold you fully responsible, but... You should. <laughs> the crazy thing is... Now that I look back, like the price of fixing that engine was only like $4,500. Like $4,500 between five people is what caused the band to break up. That's like not enough money to break up a band that had like, it was a that down, was going places. It was a, a mood killer. It, that was the problem. It wasn't the money. It was the, the dynamic of the band started to, they, they started, that created like a, 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 cracks in the foundation yes. of our of our chemistry the foundation that was pretty awesome like right before that happened like 30 seconds before the engine <laughs> blew up we were on cloud nine yeah like, making a ton of money signing autographs everywhere like having like legit fans like hard, like hardcore fans and then we and then this happened knock 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 yeah. boom boom <laughs> Yep. So, okay, that's my life mulligan. Me too. Check the oil. I didn't realize that the van came before the second record. Yeah, it's the reason for the stupid second record. That the I, second that the, I hate so much. Eric hates that record. <laughs> that record exists because because of that. Yeah. I would have said I would have said for you guys like if if deciding tonight could have taken a mulligan, it would have been to not do that record that way. Yeah. Or just yeah, just not do a record yet. Like we didn't need to do it. We didn't need to. That's the whole thing. We only did it because we couldn't tour because we didn't have a van. So we're like, well, we're home. We might as well, we might as well record something. Anyway, so that that's a good mulligan. I think I'll do that mulligan. All right. Well, this is fun. Hey guys, this is like our first um, flagship show in weeks. It's been like three weeks. It has not been that long. I think it has been. I think yeah. our last one was like August second. No way. I think so. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's true. I don't know. I drink a lot. So, <laughs> we did do two deep dives in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we did. We did it. We did. Yep. Can we debrief <laughs> on our deep dives? Um, the first one was uh, Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Quite enjoyable flick. Absolutely. And then the other one was the Money Pit, 
which the three of us hated. Oh, and my God. Oh, boy, the backlash. Yeah. Um, really? It turns out yeah. our, our audience really likes A that movie. A lot of movie. people love that movie, apparently. Now, my question to the audience, though, is did they think they loved that movie? Did they say I love that movie when they saw us post it on Instagram, but they really haven't watched it since they were like a kid? Or did they recently watch it and they still agree that it's a good movie? My guess is that they haven't watched it in a long time and they forget that it's not good. My hope is that they haven't watched it in a long time. It is. It was like boring. I didn't laugh once. Do you guys ever get this where like if you're watching something like this happens with me and my wife all the time, right? She's she's younger than we are by a little bit, right? She didn't happen to catch things at the same time as we did for a lot of things like that. Like COVID? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Joan just got mad at me with that joke. Like, he, he didn't even like quit the show. He's just like, just stop it. It's it was an, an off garter. Yeah, sir. Okay, continue. So, like, if, if I watched something that I, when I was a kid and it was awesome back then with back then's sensibilities and what was around then at the time, I, it's sometimes hard to show her that movie or TV show or whatever it is because it doesn't, doesn't fit anymore, you know? Like there's been a newer, better thing that makes that obsolete, you know, like, um, oh man, I couldn't even think of an example. Like when you first had Red Bull and you're like, this is amazing. But then you had, you know, plum, cherry, cola, <laughs> grape, uh, awesome sauce flavor. And now you can't go back to the original. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. No, that makes sense. And sometimes you your your sense of humor evolves over time. So like, but your memory of watching a movie when your sense of humor was different is a positive one. So if if you asked me in two thousand seven, um, is Robin Hood Men in Tights a great movie? I'd be like, yeah, that movie's hilarious, dude. It's so funny. Like Dave Chappelle's in it. It's awesome, right? I on like an early dating. Like early dating with Kathy, I suggested we watch that for like a date night. And I put it on and I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I haven't watched Robin Hood Men in Tights in so long. It's going to be so funny. We made it about 14 minutes in and I was like, I got to turn this off. I'm like, I'm sorry. This is a bad, this was a bad choice. Happened with me and Cabin Boy. Same thing. Yeah. Cabin Boy is a tough one. Didn't hold up at all. Some movies just don't hold up. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like. (laughs) Yeah. To, maybe a 12 year old me would have thought that Tom Hanks falling f- for 20 minutes straight would have been great but me now I'm like I'm watching that and I'm like this is dumb I've seen this done better before and since <laughs> yeah and I like my middle aged like sensible like dude like lens goes on it so I watch it and I'm like alright you bought a fixer upper and now you have to fix it up that's what you do with a fixer upper so stop using things yeah. Stop turning on the electricity when you know it's faulty. Like, stop living in a house stop that's not ready. Stop using the oven and running water. Yeah. Why are you living yeah, in this house? Why are you house? living there? You yeah. shouldn't be living in a house like this yet. As like, a, let the the contractors do their job. Get out of their way. Like, as an adult, right, you're a lawyer, you bought, like, this... What did they spend in the movie? On the house in the movie was, like, 250 grand, something like that? Which, in the 80s, was probably... 700 yeah like 750 probably yeah like i don't have any sympathy for you like i hope your house crumbles (laughs) yeah you bought a mansion they bought a mansion on the north shore of long island for in today's dollars probably 700 grand to your point that a mansion that once fixed up will be a five million dollar house 
And so if you buy it for 700 and you put 500 into it, you just made a huge profit. With the real estate market, that house would be like a stupid amount today. Yeah. I think it is like, I think it is on the market. Like it was on the market for like three or 4 million recently. And it's like bad shape again because they fixed it up. But then that was, you know, 30 years ago, they fixed that house up. So So some idiot would have bought that for 1.3 fixer upper price. Yeah. And then put 500 into it and then probably flipped it and made a fortune. Yeah. So I have no sympathy for for Tim Hanks in that movie at all. None. Or or Shelly uh, not so long. Oh, I she think. sucked. Yeah, Shelly Long seems like a not fun person to be around. Yeah, and she always talks like this. She really like, does. Why do you do that? I didn't know Shelly Long was going to be on the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's like drawn out and stupid. Like, why are you talking that way? Who talks that way? No one does. And you know what we should do. You know how they have like Barbenheimer now where you watch Barbie and then Oppenheimer? We should do like Rambo, Rambo pit, you know, and like the movie, <laughs> basically the movie would just be Rambo going and just killing Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. <laughs> He's been brought in by the contractors to take out a threat. <laughs> he like, the lives of, yeah. he, he nails the boards together with arrows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fix this house. Just, just picture Shelley Long getting blown up by an explosive, explosive dart. God, I would have given that movie higher than a 1.2 or whatever I gave oh, it. Oh, my God. Rambo 12, The Money Pit. It'll be so good. Uh, uh, what else has happened in the last couple of weeks? The Jets became a good football team. Yeah. That's fun. Um, did you watch the preseason game? I did. What did you think? Watching Aaron Rodgers as our uh, quarterback? Uh, it was absolutely wonderful. Just s- splendid. It was so nice to watch. You know what's nice about the whole team right now? We have like leaders of men at every level. Like the general managers, like a man, like he's just a dude. He's just a freaking awesome dude. Then you have the head coach is a is a meathead, and then you have Aaron Rodgers as like the head of like the players, and it's just like they got their crap together. Yeah, it's they beautiful do. To they see. do. They're rolling in the right direction. We uh, also had some uh, some some terrible deaths this past week. Started with Terry Funk, legendary wrestler, um, and then Bray Wyatt uh, surprisingly passed at 36, which was terrible. Does and anyone know how he died? Hard. It was a heart attack. You think it's uh, drugs? No, it was. Uh, so he's been out for like the last year, and they said that he had a he had COVID bad um, back like a year ago. And his heart was never like the same afterwards. He's been out for a long time, but he was just starting to like plan the comeback, and then heart attacked. Ugh. And right. then yesterday we lose, uh, we lose Bobby Mr. B. Bobby B. Himself. Who's Bobby B? Bob Barker. Oh, Bob Barker died. Did you say Bob Barker like Robert Barker? Like Price is Right? Yeah, man. Huh? <laughs> How did that evade you? It was in our group chat. Like twice. Four, like four different times. Like I threw a gif early that got ignored and then somebody else threw one last night and it got talked about. Oh my gee. I I don't know if you guys know, but I have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Yeah, but like, did you it. not do anything? Did you just lay in a dark room all day yesterday? Um no. I did go to I did go to watch my daughter uh cheer. She's a cheerleader now at a football game. I did that. Is that an excuse? Who played football? Uh, the Long Beach Bulldogs versus the East Rockaway Raiders. The Raiders must have smoked them. The Raiders smoked Dude, them. Dude, that's like the G's team on Long Island. Yeah, and uh, 
for those who don't know or not Limbrook alum, Mike DiGiovanni, a guy that we went to high school with, was the coach of the East Rockaway Raiders. Of course he is. I was texting him. I'm like, can you ease up a little, man? Jeez. (laughs) Come on. Like they were smoking. But they've always been the top tier. Yeah, they looked like a legit football team. That's like the the Cowboys in Little Giants. Yes, yes. Long Beach team was the Little Giants, except they didn't have cool (laughs) trick trick gadget plays. plays. It was it was Little Giants pre uh, annexation of Puerto Rico. Who was was their coach? You want to rat him out or her out? I don't know. Yeah, no, the coach. I don't know. He's just some dude. He was a meat looking dude, but uh, like the kids are not. Yeah, they had a meat coach. They had a meat coach. I figured it would be like a guy who was an accountant and never played sports. (laughs) No, he's just like a surfer. He's just like, yeah, "Yeah, brah. Like, you know, why can't we just get along? Like, (laughs) yeah, like their warm up instead of doing like a like the New Zealand like haka chant. They just like sit around and play tambourines. <laughs> I wish you would have given me a heads up. I would have put some money down on that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Definitely take the over on uh, East Rockaway Raiders. Take the over, the money line, everything. Yeah. But my, so the East Rockaway Raiders predate the Los Angeles Oakland Raiders. That's probably true, actually. By like a whole lot. Really? Yeah. East Rockaway Raiders were founded in like 1890. I don't believe you. I don't think football was founded in 1890. They played with uh, like leather helmets. <laughs> the footballs are made of concrete. <laughs> Dug out of Bay Park. I believe you. I believe you. I will not Snopes.com that one. They were actual pirates That's on me. the team. Sick. Um, one weird thing. So my daughter's seven, and one of the cheers was, uh, it went, jump, shake your booty. Jump, jump, shake your booty. And they all shake their took us as, and i was like dude they're seven this is awkward is that weird am i am i too uptight i don't have a child i don't know having a seven-year-old daughter shaking her booty to a crowd full of adult men weird i mean that's what cheerleaders do yeah i know but she's seven whatever don't let her cheer i know she should be on the football team <laughs> she should be better than everyone else on that team uh anyway <laughs> so that happened so while that was happening i missed robert parker Parker <laughs> dying Robert Ro- Parker. that's his middle name you guys didn't know his middle name was Parker Bobby Rob- Parker Parker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did I just name the episode by accident <laughs> dude rip and dip man I freaking yeah. love Bob Barker he it, like he uh, not just from being the Price is Right guy but like his Happy Gilmore cameo. One of the Legendary. Top, top three cameo ever in a film. Just beating the piss out of Adam Sandler. So good. Oh, man. Just seemed like a great dude. Googling Robert Parker brings up an American wine critic. Oh, I'm sure he's. That's the guy you were talking about. I'm sure he's a hoot at cocktail Is he related parties. to Ray Parker? Junior? Rape Parker? No. Ray Parker. That's a terrible name. Raymond Parker Jr. Not Raymond Parker Sr. Robert Parker. Uh, who did nothing like, of note. Robert Parker looks Except like, for Make a Son, who had looks, one song. Looks like Vincent D'Onofrio. Sick. It's not a guy that anyone wants to look like. Kingpin? No, not. You want to look like Vinny D? He doesn't always look awful. Uh, that's true. Look at that. That's not Vincent D'Onofrio? Uh, it's very D'Onofrio-ish. Yeah. We need to do like He's got a killer gray beard. We got to yeah. do like the video podcast, like Joe Rogan, where like when they look at stuff on the screen, the, you see the screen yeah. on the, like in the in the picture in picture. Uh, that guy's not. He's not a looker. Guy's he, eyes are soulless. 
<laughs> if someone told me there were wine, like I don't mean to bash anyone out there who's a wine critic, but like I would not want to hang out with you. Oh, zero, I'd have zero interest in hanging out with you. I'd feel so uncomfortable like going to dinner with them, and I'd be like, uh, I'll have a beer, and they'd be like, Oh, beer, huh? That's what you're gonna choose. And then I know, yeah, yes, yes, not I am, even that wine critic. I would hate the the interaction between them and the waiter when they're doing that whole pour a little bit of wine in, shake it, smell it. Yeah, he's like aerate it, come gargling on. it, dribbling it down his chin, and then he has to tell what he, what he senses in it. Get, get yeah. out of here! Like rubbing the wine on his neck to get the you know <laughs> the pheromones. Yeah, I'll pass. The eyes on this photograph are hypnotizing me. Stop looking at it. Black eyes, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> Stop looking at it, man. He's dead inside. Oh, I heard oh. if you stare at it for ten seconds, it comes out and kills you with a wine bottle. Oh. Yeah. He's yeah. a wine vampire. Jones, you should be that guy for Halloween. His eyes follow me no matter where I go in the room. Imagine Jones just shows up to a Halloween party as a wine critic named Robert Parker. Uh, I think it's a great idea. It's like the Mona Lisa's face. He just follows me wherever I go. Just come to the party with a wine snifter or whatever it's called. What are those things? A cavender? No, what's it called? Cavanter? Devanter? You know what I'm talking about? A decanter? Decanter. Yeah. I was trying to see how many things you'd say wrong right there. I hate you guys. Uh, you just let me drown. Fine. Whatevs. You were the bartender. I, I was a terrible bartender, Jones. People come in, they'd be like, uh, can I have an Alabama Slammer? I'd be like, uh, Bud Light? I'm like, no, no, no. I want an Alabama Slammer. No, yeah, Bud Light. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a Bud Light. Three bucks. I can't wait to not put this picture of this guy on Instagram. <laughs> You you always say at every episode when you say like oh I'm gonna put this up on Instagram later you never do. But he said he can't wait to not put this up. On I know Instagram. I'm proud of him for being honest. I'm not putting anything on Instagram, probably ever. Do you even have the password to our Instagram? I sure do. Nice. Well, that's good. Don't change it on us. <laughs> <laughs> no shenanigans. Uh, the, Eric, the new password is Robert Parker. <laughs> <laughs> don't log in, everybody. Yeah, don't hack us. <laughs> we're on the we're on the honor system, or the buddy system. Yeah, so Bob Barker's dead. Oh, damn, rip and dip. I'm gonna miss him. Um, Eric, before we go into our uh, segments, there was something that you shared with me the other day, and I think you you need to share it with our audience because it is the greatest thing of all time. What's that? Uh, you read to me a list of real college football players who have the greatest names in college oh, the, football today. The all-name team. and it Yeah, they call it the all-name team, and they literally have real current college football players' names for each position on the team, and it is a delight to hear. Can you yeah. read that to the group? Yeah, you want me to do it now? Yeah. All right, you got it. Let's start off with the quarterback, General Booty from Oklahoma. His first name is General? First name. These are these are first last names here. Oh man. Running back, Cavassier Smoke, Colorado. <laughs> that's oh. Jones's rap name. That is not how I was gonna say that, but that's definitely how you say that. Oh, it's definitely how you say it. They didn't spell it right though. No. Cavassier Smoke? Yeah, they spelled Oof. it K-A-V-O-S-I-E-R. Maybe that's of, maybe that's how he spells it. Who's he? Cavarcier. Yeah, no, no. That yeah. is how he spells it, but that's not oh. how you spell Cavarcier. Yeah, not even close. Like the, like the liquor? No. I know what they mean by the name, though. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, wide receiver, Fat Watts from <laughs> Tulane. Wide uh, receiver, two, DeColdest Crawford from Louisiana Tech. DeColdest Crawford. 
Wide receiver three, Derealist Clark from Defiance College. Wow. Tight end, Rowdy Beers, FIU. <laughs> we should have a party like once a month and call it Rowdy Beers. It's a good name. Yeah. So is the starting offensive lineman, Parker Titsworth from Ohio. <laughs> offensive line, lineman, Jaden Muskrat from Auburn. Offensive lineman, Panda Askew from Charlotte. <laughs> offensive lineman, Tiger Shanks from UNLV. Nice. Tiger Shanks does not look like not what you think, right? Not like what you would think. Offensive lineman Dodge Souser from Iowa State. <laughs> Jones drove that car in uh, high school. <laughs> Starting D lineman from UAB Fish McWilliams. Fish. D lineman from Kentucky Octavius Oxendine. Oh, that's good. That's like a, a super villain name. Yeah. D lineman from Boston College Shitacilla. Ooh. That's rough. That's a rough name. Linebacker from... He had a tough tough childhood. (laughs) Third grade was not kind to him. A weird first name. Linebacker from Nebraska, Chief Borders. (laughs) Linebacker from Duke, Memorable Factor. Spelt exactly how you would think. Oh, my God. Linebacker from UTSA, Pig Cage. Oof. D-back from North Texas, Mobility. Mobility? First name, M-O-H. Last name, Billity. Oh, God. Please don't get paralyzed. Because, <laughs> like, we can't not joke. <laughs> D-back from Alabama, Kool-Aid McKinstry. Ooh. D-back from Louisville, Storm Duck. D-back from LSU, Major Burns. My favorite, personally, D-back from Central Arkansas, Dude Person. <laughs> His name is Dude Person. Dude Person. Oh, my God. Kicker Do you have have a picture of dude person? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Is he like the most generic looking human ever? No. No, no, he looks like, yeah. He's he's pretty pretty jacked, dude. Yeah, he could kick my ass. Uh, Kicker, Colton Boomer from UCF. Boomer. And punter from Syracuse, Maximilian Von Marburg. Old money. Old money, Max. Old money, Max. (laughs) Old money, Max. You don't name your kid Max. What is it? Maximilian Von Berger? Von Marburg. Oh, my God. That is the oldest money name I've ever heard in my life. He definitely has a gold MVM chain. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah. Yeah. His parents came on the Mayflower. (laughs) Or grandparents. I don't know how ancestry works. I wish I came on the Mayflower. (laughs) She was a nice lady. Sorry. Sorry to the kids out there. Sorry to the Mayflower. (laughs) Love it. Uh by the way, I looked over because I thought Jones was looking at all the pictures of the people that you're reading up. But it was, he was just looking at a picture of him and his wife. Just like <laughs> adorable. Admiring his marriage. Now he's back on Robert he's back Parker. on Robert Parker, the wine critic. Watching Jones scroll through his laptop is my favorite thing. Um, it's pretty great right now. Anyway. I'm paralyzed by this guy's eyes. Dude, stop looking. It's going to get inside your head, man. Oh. Imagine this starts like a 30-day spiral of Jones. Like he becomes a recluse. Only drinks wine. He, he has to use his, his mulligan on not looking up Robert Parker. <laughs> yes. That's your new mulligan is never looking up his, his face. Why would I do that? It follows me wherever I go. It's in your soul now. It's imprinted in your brain. I, I tried clicking off the picture, but it just kept coming back. I'm going to get you a canvas for Christmas to hang on your wall of your house. Oh, my, oh my God. Can we get like a, you know, like those artists now will like, they'll paint the picture in like a cool way. And then we could do like a huge mural of that, of that face right there. For well, you know what? I'm getting Jones now for the holidays. Are you yeah. guys talking right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. All right. Well, I think it's time for us to go to our first segment of the night because we haven't done this segment in literally months. Yeah, our last show was, uh, we did a, a show on the 3rd and the 9th. We did flagships. Oh, so okay. it was like back-to-back quick, and then we did two deep dives, and now we're here. So it's not like we, we didn't like miss any. Yeah, but on the 3rd and the 9th, we didn't do... Uh, None of this. We didn't do the feedback loop, yeah. so I think we, it's time for us to do it. So this feedback will be from the 9th show. Yeah. But if you're listening, like you could just listen to them back-to-back, and it'll sound correct. Like sneak preview, one of the pieces of feedback was like, guys, make sure... To prepare because y2k is gonna be it's gonna be disastrous <laughs> so yeah um all right so uh this segment is called the feedback loop eric hit it wow we're we're professionals so this first piece of feedback comes from our friend Rich moments ago when I asked him if he knew who Robert Parker was. And he said, of course, I'm an effing sommelier. Oh, <laughs> and no. Then, and then gives me this whole long thing about Robert Parker. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you read what he said? About no it? Like, way. Like, <laughs> can you read it like seriously? Like, what, what, is his, what is his take on Robert Parker, the famous wine critic, apparently? I asked, do you know who Robert Parker is? And he says, of course, most influential and important person to ever judge and rate wines. Uh, most famous for the rating of the 1982 Bordeaux Vintage. And he created the importance of ratings for wines. And then about 10 years ago, all the things that he finds great in wine. Uh, he's a wine gangster, he calls him. A wine gangster. Oh, my oh God. God. Okay, so can you do this? I have, I have two favors to ask. Can you write him back and say... First question is, do you think he'll make a good Halloween costume for me this year? <laughs> uh, and then second, ask him if he likes Merlot. If Rich likes Merlot? No, Robert Parker, senior. Oh, the first. I, would Im- I would imagine that he likes Merlot. Oh. He's a wine critic. Did they- you just give him a senior? I gave him a se- I don't know. Maybe he's a junior. Is he a junior? He's a junior. Yeah. Oh. Well, Robert Parker Sr. is not very uh, proud of his son. He probably is if he's the most influential yeah. wine critic. Dude's probably swimming in it. Yeah. Swimming in wine? In wine? Or <laughs> wine? Women? He's dough? The pee? Everything. <laughs> Cashish? The ladies? Drunk all the time. Yeah. All right. Good point. He probably has a great life. Next one comes I take from- it back. I take it back. Robert Parker, I respect you, man. You, you rose to the top of your, of your craft. Next one and I resp- from- wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm not done. Am I right? <laughs> and our, to our friend, uh, dear friend, Rich, I, I love the fact that you are, cause our friend Rich is like legit, like super, super skilled, talented, uh, sommelier and knows everything about the entire like wine business and the entire spirits business. So like shout out to Rich for being like awesome and knowing like everything about that industry, including who Robert Parker Jr. is. So that's pretty badass. He is a super fun guy to go hang out at a bar with. Robert Parker Jr. or Rich? Robert Parker. Oh. And Rich. Rich to you. I miss him. We need to hang out with him. Yeah, I love that dude. We need him on the show. And we should have a we should do a wine tasting on the show. <laughs> Imagine the three of us like, it tastes like uh like grapes and vinegar and uh vodka. <laughs> he would get so mad at us so quickly. He would hate us. It's got notes of uh chalk and <laughs> and wine glass. 
It's going to taste like and Red Bull. Di- and dish soap. I don't, think, I don't think I washed it. I don't think I rinsed it well enough. Can I drink this wine out of this old Fago bottle I have? Sick. Does wine mix well with Red Bull? <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, so this next piece of feedback, you, you definitely could read it. Uh, it it's a stream of consci- consciousness, but I'll, I'll set the tone. This is in response to our rant a couple of weeks ago about the new paper straws and how they're terrible. Oh, they are terrible. And they ruin everything. And I still don't understand how a paper straw is going to save the planet when the rest of the cup is plastic. But, you know, what do I know? But anyway, this is the feedback. Uh, it comes from Derek. Starbucks has the best straws now. They're biodegradable, but still somehow plastic, and they hold up. I mean, if you leave it in a drink for a day or so, it'll break down. Duncan just straight ignored the new laws and still gives plastic. That's why Duncan's the best. Yeah. I mean, their coffee stinks, but at least they break the rules. I like that. They're renegades. Duncan caught. What? You're too cool for Duncan now? No, I'm saying I just I'm shouting them out. I'm saying good things. You said their coffee stinks. It's not great. It's not the best. We grew up on that, bro. Don't forget where you came from. I will never don't forget. be like that guy who gets like too cool and forgets his roots. I will never forget my roots. All right, D D D D for life. America it doesn't runs stink. It might not be the best. It doesn't stink. I know it's just a little watery. Yeah, because you're a cool guy now. Oh man, you're making me feel bad. Okay, can I just say one thing? They have a lot of good like fun drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like their iced coffee is awesome. They have like. Um, random uh, like flavored drinks that are awesome but just like regular black coffee from there which is what I normally drink is just straight black coffee it's a uh, it's not the best but I love but I love you my change, roots man. <laughs> I, I mean we used to drink like when we would drink Dunkin Donuts it was like you know we'd be like oh can I get a medium French vanilla light and sweet extra, sugar. Like, extra cream extra sugar they're like you want half and half like no I want full whatever full's called I want that I want I want two two halves well I drink an iced black coffee every day from Dunkin Donuts holy crap I just thought of something if it's half and half isn't that just full in a whole it's half cream half milk oh you dumb idiot wow I hate myself right now. <laughs> like I wasn't even that wasn't even a bit. That was like legit. I was just bad math. Okay, anyway, sorry. Back to, back to you, Jones. What place? Like I don't drink coffee at all. I think it's disgusting, right? But like if I was going to start drinking coffee, where should I never go? Um honestly, see I hate Starbucks coffee. Yeah, Starbucks is is I don't I think their Starbucks. coffee's not good. I'll drink other stuff from Starbucks, but I don't like Starbucks coffee either. Starbucks coffee tastes burnt all the time. Yeah. It just tastes like they left it in the pot too long. Uh, honestly, I don't like coffee from places that have the coffee in like those thermos thingies where you squeeze down because it's always 7-Eleven. Well, no, well, here's the thing. I was actually going to say 7-Eleven might be the best coffee. Nah, I don't see, I don't really care for theirs. You got the thing with Seven Eleven is like soy sauce to me a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Now they have so many, like of those uh, jugs or whatever they're called, and they're all different flavors. If you get the right one at the right time, it's amazing. But it's like it's like playing Russian roulette. Like you don't know which one it's going to be. Like so, you'll get one, and it's like I need my coffee to be super hot. So sometimes you get it, and it's like this is definitely like from six hours ago. Yes, yeah, I like get room temperature every time, so it's different for me. If I were you, I'd go to like like an actual little coffee shop. Yes. If you were going to do one. Like a local c- coffee shop. Like Kookaburra in uh, Rockville Center is great. Yep. Um, 
I, I think more what I was asking was like, what's the one place that everyone agrees that the coffee's garbage? Um, I don't think I don't, anywhere now. I don't know if there's like one totally agreed upon. Like the McDonald's is all right. McDonald's, McDonald's is, is good. Okay. <laughs> McDonald's is like known for having like. Yeah, they have a beautiful. I get their iced coffee a lot. It's it's wonderful. They put a lot of investment into making their coffee legit because their breakfast is like a big part of their business. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure the coffee's good. Their coffee is legit. It's premium. Like it's they like did a whole rebranding. Like I don't know, Taco ten years Bell ago. Taco might have bad coffee. Probably. I've never had I've Taco never Bell had coffee, it, but, but it's probably it's not probably great. Probably not good. No, I mean they have Pepsi, so that's that's a bad start. You <laughs> know, they have bad Pepsi too. But they do have yeah. Mountain Dew. We named the entire episode after yeah. the Pepsi. Is yeah, Pepsi can. okay? It's no, it's not okay. But I guess I'll take it because I have no other choice. <laughs> like I love how they give, <laughs> they give the illusion that you could actually choose. Is Pepsi okay? No, <laughs> no, it's choice. not. But give it to me anyway, please. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right. What other feedback we got, Jones? He's still looking at Robert Parker every time. I look at him. <laughs> Pay attention. I am paying attention to Robert Parker. <laughs> Next one comes from our friend Mike. He says, uh, these guys don't know fine dessert dining until they've had dirt pudding or some type of variation. Thank you, Mike. So for those who did not listen to this episode, we had a whole conversation about different types of desserts. We were talking about chocolate pudding versus rice pudding versus jello, and which one would you choose? And and we all collectively decided that pudding, like chocolate pudding, is the least desirable of the three and i made a comment i said the one exception is if they make it like and i called it mud pudding i think or something where you put like oreos or graham crackers in it and it and it like it's like a different dessert and you guys thought i was crazy it's not that you're crazy you're just getting away from the question the question wasn't what's better jello rice pudding or one of the million variations of chocolate pudding the question was chocolate pudding Fair, fair point. I So I, everyone with their comments coming to us with just put some sprinkled sea salt on it or just make dirt d- pudding. That wasn't the goddamn question. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> like every single person was completely wrong. That is fair. But I unless you said you want a bowl of plain chocolate pudding and that's your favorite dessert, you were wrong with your responses. That's fair. Um that being said, I think we should all have a little mandate and we should sit around and we should eat pudding with oreo broken up in it see we used to make dirt dessert in my house which you've had a billion times my mom's boyfriend joe used to make it yeah. but it was like a cool whip cream cheese base with cookies in it so it was like cookies and cream and the top was just crushed oreos do you remember that i do it, it was delicious. wonderful yeah delicious but like you're not comp- that's not in the argument it's a different yeah it's a different it's a different dessert but I have another question. And, and, I've, that's been building up inside of me for like two and a half weeks, that I, response. I know. But you know what? I, I'm glad that you're getting it out. It's cathartic. I feel like our friendship is healing right now, which is nice. Like every single message that came in with like some random form of a pudding-esque dessert, I'm like, you're all missing the goddamn question. We, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. And by the way, that I still stood behind my, my point that um, chocolate pudding is the worst of the three. Yes. I was just trying to give it some love. I was not saying like, one single you, can make person, it, you can make it better by adding stuff to it. Not one person came back with, oh, I would choose chocolate pudding. Like, we didn't get a single response of that. No, it was all just Everyone had to add shit pudding. to it yeah. to make it good. Yeah. Um, I have one critique of your rant, and I hope you don't get mad at me, but I just, I feel like as a friend, we have to, we have to move past this. So we have to be honest with each other because men don't lie to other men, which is a, a a line that I stole from from one of our listeners that you're going to hear in about five minutes. <laughs> okay. 
Um, you forgot to pronounce the H when you said Cool Whip before. Oh, that's because that's I was angry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you just called it Cool Whip. Like, when what, I is, get, what is whip? When I get an mad, H in there. When I get mad, I mispronounce things. Yeah, it's cool whip. Yeah, I know. I know what it is. It's cool whip. I know. Whip. I know. Okay. But besides sorry. that, I love you. I'm sorry. I love you too. We need to hug after this. <laughs> we should, yeah, we should, we should have a hug. Why? Sesh. I'm not mad at you. No, I know. You're just, you're just mad. And I feel like I, I poked the bear a little bit with my, with my That's like pudding. saying, uh, you know, I do love chocolate pudding when, when there's a piece of cheesecake next to it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, then it's no longer just chocolate pudding, guys. That's, that's a good point. Wow, that's a good point. You know what? So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got mad. I love you. Whew. Okay. All right. We're healing. Do you feel the healing? <laughs> Joe's look like Daddy just slapped mommy at the dinner table, and we're all just trying to eat dinner. Act normal. Act normal. Okay. What else we got? Oh, hang on. I gotta get back off this picture of. Robert Can you Parker stop looking now? at Robert Parker? For the love of God, and pay attention. So Eric had uh, shared a playlist on Spotify. What was that playlist called again? Fire Pit Booze and or Booze. Fire Pit Booze. That was the one? Yeah. That was the one that he was talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it was a butt rock playlist. That's the one we got the multiple uh, oh, responses I, for. All right. So I, I thought you would name the butt rock playlist something else. So it was like uh, Creed and Nickelback and a whole bunch of other bands. Like no, get. I just made a shortcut one that was just Creed and Nickelback that I called Creedleback. That, that was the the one I shortened it to, but the the original one with all the different types of bands, not just those two, was Fire Pit Booze. Okay, all right. So then, <laughs> this is in response to the Fire Pit Booze playlist on Spotify. Comes from Mike P. He says, "I'm just gonna say it, and men don't lie to other men. This playlist fornicates. This is your best record yet." He didn't wow. say fornicates. <laughs> yeah, I, I changed it in the notes. He said it f's. It f's. But yeah, dude, men don't lie to other men is the yeah you loved that <laughs> i loved it like i got like i like like got like pride like also my chest like pushed out a little bit my chin came up dude that is a line right there and that's why are we allowed to say his name did you say his name already mike p mike p mike p that's why mike p is a leader of men yeah 100 his job 100 percent um, leader of men dude mike p you just like you just i already loved you but now like you're not only are you like just someone that I, I, I just think is an awesome person. Like you're a mentor and a leader to me. You're like a big brother to me now. I'm probably going to, you know, you know, start quoting you and putting like your picture and then putting the quote over it and then posting it on Instagram. Like this is going to be a thing now. It's going to be a thing. Uh, Rich also had a comment on the playlist. He said, this pot, the Spotify playlist is awesome. I feel like this will be played at a barbecue where all the dudes are wearing long sleeve collared rugby shirts, cargo shorts, and backwards white hats. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of guys with long sleeve shirts with a t-shirt over it. Oh, what a style. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Like, uh, definitely need uh, your wallet to be connected to a chain so it won't get stolen. I read, I read a thing on, uh, I sent it to you, I think, on Instagram like a week ago, and it was just like somebody's tweet that said, Remember when you used to wear a t-shirt over a long sleeve t-shirt and that meant you liked music? Like, I totally knew what that sentence meant. It completely... It made it, so much sense. It just it just made sense. No explanation needed for anyone, you know, between the age of, you know, 35 and 50. It just amazing. meant you liked music. Like, I love that. It's so perfect. Uh, next one comes from uh, Chuck. So this was in response to when we had posted that we just released the Money Pit episode. 
Yes, which we uh, were not fond of the movie, but we love stunt performer and actress <laughs> Rachel McDermott. Shout out to Rachel. You're amazing. She recommended that we watch this, and so we stick to our promises, and we did it. This is no reflection on the amazingness that is Rachel McDermott. But her brother Chuck did have uh, a fun little poke. <laughs> this is what happens when you take recommendations from the wrong McDermott soulmate. Yeah. 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 But he ain't lying. He ain't lying. Well, Listen. Chuck didn't recommend a movie for us, bro. Yeah. You're up, Chuck. You're on the clock, dude. Good call. Good call. Everyone, actually, all our listeners, you need to start recommending movies for us to deep dive. Yeah. Easy peasy. We're keeping a list, and then we're just going to start you know, putting some up to vote on and, and going with them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Can we do Toy Soldiers next? 1991 I classic. I can't wait to do that, but I think we gave Jones the op to pick the next one. Oh, yeah. What do you want to do next? Voltron, the movie. <laughs> yes. Please, please no. Fine. Is that really going to be your choice? There's no Voltron movie. Oh. If there, if there was, I wouldn't be here. I'd be home watching it. <laughs> yeah. We could make one. I wish they would make a Voltron movie. Like, an, like a live action, you talking? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be so, oh, so cool. Like, stop with the Transformers. Make a I know, live it's action enough Voltron. Already. Give me a Voltron. Can Shelly Long play the supervillain no. that they, <laughs> they fight at the end? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Voltron will slash her on half with a gigantic <laughs> yeah. energy sword. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, Better happen earlier if that's the case. Yeah. Take that. Opening scene. All right. So we did a couple of, uh, what would you call it, polls today. Yep. Yep. Um, Eric loves the poll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one we threw up was French fries versus onion rings. What's the better side? And this was a really close and heated vote. It was, it was neck and throat. And unfortunately... Uh, French fries pulled out the victory, fifty-two percent to forty-eight percent. It's a travesty. That's an absolute travesty. French fries are good, but remember, guys, French fries are a filler. They are put there to fill you up and overcharge you, so that um, your plate looks like it's got a lot of stuff on it. And don't get me wrong; some places have great French fries. Oh, I love and that's I love fine. French fries, and they're enjoyable. But if you have the option. Somebody says, uh, fries are on your range. You're like, oh, first off, you don't usually get the option, right? So yeah. when it hits you, you're like, oh, I'll have the O-rings. Yeah, every time. Every time. Yeah. And don't give me that French fries and onion rings mix because they only give you two onion rings and then 400 French fries. Yeah, and, a, that, and that's a cop-out answer. Anyway. Super cop-out. That's why I didn't even put it as a third choice because everyone would have chose that. And it's also you're getting your vegetables in there. You're getting, you know, <laughs> you're being healthy. Nice, so, nice Vidalia right in the middle. And, and uh, not only are we podcast hosts, we're also nutritionists. <laughs> so if you want, if you want to be healthy, you know, listen to us. I and can't sommeliers by proxy. Yes, we are wine critics. All wine tastes like the same. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> it tastes that we're like a, grapes that went bad. I can't believe we're all in agreement on this. Yeah, this whole we the three of us all chose onion rings, right? You did, yeah, like Hot Take Jones didn't come out tonight. I know. And Jones would be like, my. Surprised he wasn't like a cold bean salad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm not like that, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I always have like a reason for what I'm saying. Like f when I choose French fries, French fries are dope, but the best French fries are onion rings. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best French fries out of like you, the best French fries are better than onion rings. There are so many worse French fries than onion rings. Onion rings are always good. It's a good point. 
The best Even, French, the best French fries or onion rings is now a T-shirt slogan <laughs> that we're gonna make. Uh, even somewhere as terrible as Burger King, the onion rings are good. Yeah, yeah, because French fries, the ceiling is a little bit low, is lower for French fries, but the floor is like yeah, it's deep. Yeah, it's more o- onion rings. The floor is high, and the ceiling is even higher. You know what I'm saying? So great you- French fries are awesome. But bad French fries are the worst. Bad onion rings are still pretty damn good. Yep. You could you could buy onion rings like frozen onion rings in the supermarket, put them in the oven, and they are pretty good. Yeah. Making French fries at home is garbage. Garbage. Who's the genius that figured out how to make like, hey, you know, let's take an onion, make it a circle, and let's then, fry uh, this and vegetable fry that everyone hates. Yeah. Make it awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, he started with garlic rings, and that was it. That was a dud. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Jones didn't even laugh at it as a joke. He actually just cringed of the of the thought of eating garlic rings. There's so many good ways to eat garlic, and fried yeah. batter is not one. It's not, one, not of one of them. No. But even like, even funyuns are great. Yeah, even fake onion rings. Fake are onion awesome. rings rule. Okay, I got a, I got a, I got a lukewarm take right here. Pork rinds are delicious. Is that weird? Why is that weird? I don't know. Some people think it's weird to eat the rind of a pork. I don't know what a rind of a pork is, of a pork, of a pig. I like chicharron, so why wouldn't I like it dried? <laughs> What's chicharron? It just sounds like a guy we used to go to high school with. Yeah, yeah I remember chicharron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he lived above the deli on Merrick Road. <laughs> Vinny's deli. Vinny's deli. <laughs> hey, you know chicharron. He's a good dude. He used to sell pot, you know. Uh, sell dope. It's Smack. the uh, it's like the, the skin and the, and the fat from the pig. Oh, it's the best part. It's delicious. Pork belly is like my favorite thing on the planet. And if you could ever go to a place that has pork belly tacos, yeah, you they're get great. Them. They're you great. You get them every Always time. great. Every time. PB. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, next one. I think, uh, Pomp, you just came up with this question right before the show started. Uh, Let's go see if the numbers change real quick. Yeah, you're going to have to explain this one. Okay, so the question that I posed up to the, to the, to the audience was... Oh, well, yeah, it did. Would you rather spend five years in prison or 10 years in a coma? And the thought process behind this one is, all right, if you go to prison for five years, like you're, I'll say suffering through those five years because it's probably really boring, probably dangerous, um, but, but it's a shorter amount of time wasted in your life. 10 years in a coma should theoretically feel instant like you just wake up and like 10 years have passed so it's painless in a sense in this theoretical scenario like i i'm sure someone's gonna write in and be like dude comas it could actually be horrible and when you wake up like you're all atrophied and all yeah i get it Uh, that's not the point like this is like a movie a movie coma where you just wake up and like you're fine you're steven seagal in uh uh what was the movie where he woke up from the coma with kelly lebrock uh, and he has to he relearns how to fight again in like a week and then beats everybody up. The money pit. Money pit. Exactly. Money pit too. <laughs> I was gonna say don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Uh he was the babysitter. Citizen <laughs> came. <laughs> Voltron. Um <laughs> I Hard to kill. It's called hard to hard kill. Hard to kill. There you go. Why'd you say the real one? Oh, because I really couldn't think of it. Oh. <laughs> the fake ones were good. Yeah. Well done, Jones. You want to do a mic? mic it's called break into electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Break it too. Um, I think that the question here is: Would you rather suffer f- for five years, f- 
for five years. But you but you get five years more than the other option. I don't think it's suffering. It depends how you spend the time in prison. First yeah. off, we'd have a pretty sweet crew because uh, prison's winning the vote 72% to 28%. Nice. Nice. So we'd have a pretty sweet crew of people rolling to prison. And hopefully like we're we could do crafts together, work out together, get yeah. get degrees and some crazy thing together. Joan, we can become wine experts together. Yes, we can make toilet wine. <laughs> yes. Jones will work in the commissary. Call it hooch. Yeah. We, <laughs> Uh, can you work in a commissary? They have a commissary at the at the prison. I hope so. One of us will have to work in the what's, kitchen. What's the point ex, of gambling for cigarettes for yeah. Lucy's if you <laughs> yeah. can't use them to buy stuff at the commissary? Um, I I'd like to work in. Where would you work actually? Probably the kitchen. Yeah, you're a kitchen guy. I could see you in a hairnet. Yeah, I want to be the guy that makes license plates. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that would be fun. Nice. What about you, Jones? Laundry room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. That's cool, though, because we could all help each other out big time. Well, you can't really help us, Bob. I'll make you a license plate. We don't need that in person. <laughs> I'll make you vanity plates. Well, like I can give you extra fruit cocktail. Yeah. What am I going to do with this ass man license plate? Yeah. <laughs> Jones can get you extra skivvies. All right, fine. I need, I need to change my profession. <laughs> you need a better job. Bad you occupation choice. Work in the library. I'll yeah. work in the library. I'll get you guys books. I'll get you books. And thra- old Thrasher magazines. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I just get <laughs> Erica <laughs> a license plate just says pudding <laughs> <laughs> and just keep making it every day yeah. every why day. do I have 55 pudding oh, license plates? I'll just put it like a different prefix it'll be like dirt pudding <laughs> mud pudding uh, I think you'd have fudge a very, pudding I think you'd have a very different ratio here if you had said movie coma <laughs> movie coma yeah because I think everybody's like they're thinking like a like a medical coma. like a medical coma like you're not coming out of that the same way you went in you wake up with a Chinese accent <laughs> <laughs> those happened. are the weirdest yeah those this stories woman, are crazy this woman had a stroke she's like a British woman she just woke up from a stroke with like a like a horribly like offensive Asian accent and you're like that's some like subconscious racism down there like that's buried deep uh <laughs> Yeah, I'd pick prison too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. The coma, I mean, that's too much time. And it's like you get nothing out of it. Like, at least in prison, like you could, I don't know, learn a trade, um, read a lot of stuff. Jones will convert to Islam. 100%. Yeah. Love it. All right. What else we got? Was that it? That was it, yeah. We could make a cool name for our gang. Oh, my God. What would our name be? Pudding Gang. The Ass Man. The Pudding. (laughs) Yeah, the Pudding Gang. (laughs) The Pudding Gang. Uh, how would we spell it? P U D D I N, or yeah, or just P U D D N because we're gangster. Apostrophe N. Yes, America runs on pudding. <laughs> That'll be our gang logo tagline. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Let's move on before I spiral. <laughs> All right, is that the end of our feedback loop? Yeah, it was. All right, so that brings us to our next segment, which uh, is my favorite. Mostly because I get to hear Jones' sultry voice. This is Recommendations. Eric, hit it! This is the part of our show Where we recommend things to you Oh yeah It could be anything Movies or 
All right, so I actually have something new for the feedback loop. It's a... I've done YouTube shows in the past. You mean for recommendations? I meant for recommendations, <laughs> not for the feedback loop. I've done YouTube shows in the past. Yeah. I did Mr. Ballin. Amazing. People seem to enjoy it. He's the best. I found another one, but it's not real stories. It's made up stories. Okay. It's called Lighthouse Horror, and the dude has a Reddit page where people submit stories to him, and then he reads those as he's the character in the story and they're all between like 20 minutes and like an hour and a half and it's just super super enjoyable it's most it's all horror themed and what's like what are you watching visually him talking so or? okay so it's a combination of him talking and like creepy like graphics that kind of go along with like what's happening okay like cartoon graphics or like real it could be could be both so if it's like okay. something happening in a supermarket it'll be like a creepy picture of like an inside of a supermarket and then like artistic things start happening like to the picture. That's awesome. Uh, it's pretty great. We should do that and have Jones narrate. I went and checked out. Yeah, that'd be all he'd be like, he would be perfect for a show like that. Jones, like me and Eric, and I I don't mean to take you down with me on this one. We, we have no talent. No, hundred percent none. We just talk a lot. You, my friend, our star. We need to get you famous, like real famous, like famous, famous. As famous as Robert Parker is? As f- famous, famous, sir. Yeah. Famous, sir. That's a lot because he's a wine gangster. Yeah. Your Wikipedia page will have a lot of references at the bottom. I don't know what that means, but if. Yeah. It, so I don't know if you're familiar seems. with like copy pastas. You are. Yeah. But so I know you aren't. I mean, just I like, like pasta. <laughs> it's just like old, old stories and tales that were created but people at one point thought they might have been real okay so that's how like these started like well, slender that's, man that's creepy pasta that's what i meant creepy pastas yeah copy pasta is just it's a uh you can't copy and paste something on reddit you have it has to be posted into a comment right so that's what the whole subreddit of copy pasta is so someone says like hey can someone do the the rant where the Marine went off on the lady in the parking lot and then it gets reposted there so that people can copy and paste it. Got it. It's kind of great. Creepy pastas are what I was saying. That's how this show started because I went back to like the way beginning of his page to see how he began. Now you could just actually submit your own story to him. I like it. But it's enjoyable. Check it out. It's called Lighthouse Horror and the guy's just kind of kind of like a normal like chill dude. He's good at storytelling. I like it. I usually watch, I try to watch like one or two of them before bed. Him and Mr. Ballin, or he and Mr. Ballin should do like a um, a collab where they read a story each and then you have to guess which one is real and yeah. which one's fake. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. I like, so I'm trying, I haven't had a nightmare in like 13 years. Tonight you will. So I'm trying to have one. And look at Robert Parker's face. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching these like trying to give myself one. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, no success yet, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen tonight. I want I want a full debrief of your... Oh, 100%. Nightmare. Like, when it happens, I'll tell you. I haven't had a nightmare in years. No, like, I couldn't tell you when I had a, yeah. the one last. But I will tell you, all my nightmares make zero sense. I'm always getting chased <laughs> by some sort of... Thing that you can't see? Yep. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> The geography is is so wrong. Like I'll like jump out of a window of my house in Long Beach and I'll land in 
like a forest in Japan. I'm like, how did that happen? This makes no sense. Yeah. So. Sounds about right. Yeah. I'm like, my subconscious sucks at storytelling. <laughs> All right. So my, I have two recommendations tonight. Uh, my first one is this might be my most um, passionate reco of a TV show in a long time, maybe in years. Because this hidden gem has become has gone from a show I've never heard of to one of my all-time favorites in a week and a half. I actually don't know what it is because I don't have the note up, so I'm curious. Okay. So I hope it doesn't suck. Well, maybe. I mean, it doesn't suck to me, man. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram one day, and a reel comes up where it's Ron Livingston, who is a great actor, from Office Space, he was in Band of Brothers, I think. He's just an awesome dude. He is ordering coffee at a coffee shop, and the girl has vocal fry. She's like, what can I get you? And so he starts making fun of her voice. She's like, why are you talking like that? And he's like, why are you talking like that? She's like, you know, and then she gets mad. And he's like, that's not your real voice. Like, that's a made up for you to sound like you don't give a crap about anything. And it's really friggin' annoying. And then as he's walking out, she's like, you know what? You're a real a-hole. And he's like, yes, that, that's right. <laughs> that's the voice. And then he walks out and I was like, that's a friggin' funny scene. Yeah, that show is fantastic, by the way. Yeah. So I go on the comments because I'm like, what is this from? It was a pretty funny scene. And in the comments, someone's like, oh, it's a show called Louder Milk. Louder Milk. It's a weird name. It's like the word louder, like quieter, louder, milk. And One word. One word. And so now I Google, where can I watch this? Because I'm like, I love Ron Livingston. And that if that scene is any reflection of what the show is like, then I'm all in. It's on Amazon Prime. And it's got three seasons. And the story is this. Ron Livingston plays a... Uh, drug and alcohol counselor who's also a recovering alcoholic and he runs a group it's like an AA group and the show follows the story of all the people in that group and so it, it gives you that great setup for for a TV show where each episode could kind of do like a deep dive in, into the, each of the characters and there's a lot of faces on the like that you'll see in in the cast that you'll be like ah that person looks familiar but I don't quite know him so it's not like a it's not like star studded by any means but there are a couple of um notable actors in it one is Will Sasso yep. who is uh from Mad TV he's been in a billion other things he's just a brilliant comic and his character is amazing in the show and also um Brian Regan Brian Regan who, great, great comedian Great stand-up uh, comedian and also phenomenal acting in this in this show. Like like gut wrenching, heartbreaking moments in this show come from him. He like he nails this friggin' character, and it's three seasons of just gem after gem episode. There's not one dud episode in the entire show. It is phenomenal. It is hilarious. It's heartfelt it's like in just pure interesting storylines and it it just overall just like the one of the most well done tv shows i've watched in a really long time that no one's ever heard of for some crazy reason yeah i found it the same way like maybe a year and a half ago with that clip on instagram and yeah. i threw it on plex and watched it and it was terrific 
Yeah, so that's a hard, hard record for me. And listen, not everyone's going to like it and whatever, uh, but you know, for those who will like it, you guys are going to love it. And uh, I thought it got canceled, and there are no definitive plans for season four yet, but it didn't technically get canceled. The last season was like three years ago. Yeah, what happened was the the network that it was on originally, because it wasn't an Amazon Prime show. It was like on some, I don't know, Canadian channel or something that went out of business and when it went out of business that's why the show got you know put on hiatus uh but there's talks of it getting picked up by someone else it'll probably get picked up by like amazon for season four and i'm rooting for it hard but very much recommend recommending this show i think it the people who are going to like it are going to be absolutely in love with the show and on the uh the guy stevie in the show his real name is viv leacock <laughs> Oh, that's not that's, that's not great. Terrible. That's terrible. not a great name. That's Last not a great name. name. Um, one of the the guy who writes the whole show is also it, it. He acts in it, and he's like this like tiny like five foot two like super nerdy lawyer, and he's phenomenal in it. Um, I, he's got a funny name too. I can't remember it though. You'll you could Google it after, but uh, big reco there. Okay, second recommendation is actually inspired by Eric trying it out when he got here about an hour and a half ago. Um, I got a seat cushion. <laughs> I was like, what did I try? <laughs> I got a cushion that goes on my office chair that has um, really uh, upped the luxury of my office chair like by like 95%. And yeah. it was $29.99 on Amazon. It's called the Kismatic gel seat cushion k-y-s-m-o-t-i-c gel seat cushion um for 30 bucks it feels like your butt's floating in air man yeah i used to leave here with butt fatigue every show yeah um but it was never like anything bad that i'd have to comment on it but now you'll never go back i'm floating yeah man i feel like there's there's a layer of heaven between me and the chair. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like, hey, I wonder what heaven's like, you know, just like living on a cloud. It's like, oh, well, I'll show you. Come sit in my office chair. It's great. Yeah. So those are my records. Jones, how about you? In the note, it's written inside manga. I was like, what is this guy? I don't know how that I was, happened. I was like, I, don't, I know manga is like c- cartoons. I was like, I don't know where Jones is going with this record, but let's hear it. Yeah, it's definitely not inside manga. Inside man, however... Uh, oh inside man so uh, funny enough when i first saw it today it said inside mang and i was like (laughs) it's a south american show (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right tell us about it there's a comedy of typographical errors (laughs) inside man is a tv show that aired on the bbc originally it stars uh stanley tucci who everyone loves tucci from all kinds of different things especially uh What's the new one? Searching, Searching for, Italy. for Italy. Yeah. Uh, you should co- just use Google Maps, whatever. Co-stars David Tennant. He also was Doctor Who, played a million other things. Um, not a ton of other f- famous, famous people in this. Uh, Dylan Baker is the prison warden. A name you wouldn't recognize, but if I showed you his face, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Uh, it's a four-episode miniseries. Robert Parker? <laughs> Is he in it? It's a four-episode miniseries. Uh, Each episode is maybe 45 minutes to an hour. The uh, premise of the show is that Stanley Tucci is on death row, and he is also a, uh, what do you want to call him? He's a detective. Wine critic? 
No. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> He's a detective that solves crimes from behind bars. But he'll only solve a crime if the crime fits like a moral code of his. Um, there's like two parallel stories that can like happen at the same time. He's a criminal? Oh, he, yeah, he killed his wife. Okay. He strangled her and mutilated her. So mm. he... Uh, not, 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 not ideal. Yeah, he's on death row. Um, he's only got uh, a short time to live. But in that time, he's trying to do good deeds with his knowledge and whatever. He's like a Sherlock Holmes, but behind bars. Uh, at the same time, David Tennant plays a, a vicar in England. He's a priest. And through like a series of wacky events, he ends up uh, committing a pretty awful crime. With and, children? Uh, could Well, did you watch the show? No, he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a priest though, so... I'm also <laughs> glad you said priest after Vicar because I had no clue what Vicar was. Yeah. I only know that because I had to Google it once after watching a British TV show. Uh, if you watch the show, you'll realize how funny that comment was. Um, yeah, so that's the whole show. He, uh, the, there's a crime to be solved, and it's kind of done from behind bars in the United States as this whole thing is unfolding in England. Really, really good show. It's a pretty short watch. It's only four hours. Uh, every British show's like that. And it's it's great and frustrating at the same time. Because you want more. Yeah. Oh, it's totally wrapped up in the four episodes. I, I know, but still. They're usually so good, like Luther. I always wanted more. Like a yeah. four-episode season wasn't enough. Yeah, it's true. I also have to say that this is the first show that I've ever watched where I liked every single character. There wasn't one character that I was like, uh, they're not great. Every single character is as good as the the next one. Even the throwaway like bit parts. So it's amazing. like Money Pit. Yeah, it's like Money Pit, but the opposite. <laughs> the absolute the absolute opposite. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the ultimate Jones quit right there. Is it new? Uh it came out twenty twenty two. Okay, so fairly new. Can you say 2022? 2022? 2022. 2022? 2022? Yeah, whatever. You and your non-speech impediment. You. You and your well-spoken talent. Psh, whatevs. No, that's a, good, that's a good record. I'll check it out. Since I had a 40-ounce uh, Red Bull during this show, uh, I'm going to be up late tonight. So because I'm going to be up late tonight, I will probably watch Inside Man. I'm trying to read Jones's hat, but my eyes are so terrible, I literally can't make out a word that's on there. Oh, what did it say on his hat? Um, hold my drink. I got to pet this cat. Okay. <laughs> I was way off. Wow. How have I been here for four hours and no one read that? That's weird. Because hat. that stupid eye surgery I paid for years back is already worn off. Uh, you should have paid for the warranty, the extended warranty. <laughs> that was the worst. Stupid. I paid five thousand dollars to go blind for a month, and now I have my my vision's gone again. So. Ugh. Thanks, you, thanks OCLI. Yeah, yeah. Nobody get LASIK. It sucks. Thanks, Doctor Zismore. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Zismore. Oh. Him and Doctor Galley Weekends are my two favorite <laughs> TV doctors. Yes, I am. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, here's the thing. We're at an hour fifteen right now. Yeah, we're gonna save the uh, questions for next week. Sounds good to me. We'll do we'll do it again and we'll do a stack. We'll add even more to it. That'll be good too, because those are some good questions on. Yeah. This is fun. It was nice to do a flagship with you guys again. I actually kind of maybe just wanted 
All right, do it. Do it. You want to do one? one well, the, the thing is, I don't know. Like, we don't have to answer the question right now, but I just want to tell you. So when I post in, things on Instagram on the stories, I always put a song to it. Yeah. Okay. So when I did like the French fries or onion rings, I did Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen. Good call. Um, and when I did Ask Us Anything, I always put Noel the question, like one of our favorite freestyle songs. Oh, it's a great song. So Mike Arnone had wrote go-to karaoke song but he didn't write like question mark so i all day thought he was telling us that noel the question was his go-to karaoke song oh i just realized tonight when i was typing it in the notes that he was asking us our go-to karaoke song i was gonna say how on earth do you find that song in karaoke yeah that's a (laughs) deep cut literally all day i've been like i can't believe that that's this dude's go-to karaoke song that is deep, deep, deep. So we're not going to answer right now. I just wanted to tell you that because by next week, I'm going to forget what song I posted with that. And okay, I wouldn't be able to tell that part of the story. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. No one would know. You would you would lose the audience, I think, with that yeah, one. Yeah. What would your go-to? Can I ask you now? Can we answer that one and then, and then call it a night? Do one and call it a night? Yeah. What's your go-to, Jonesy? I have two. I like to sing Happy Birthday. Nice. <laughs> that always hits. Yeah, un- unknown arrangement. Everyone knows the words, so it hits hard. How about he's a jolly good fellow? <laughs> I don't like that one because no one knows where it, where it stops and starts. Well, now you have to say, well, they're a jolly good fella. Yeah. You have to say fella. <laughs> you have to keep it ambiguous at the end. You can't say feller. <laughs> you can't assume the pronouns of that jolly good person. <laughs> so The other go-to is Leave On by Elton John. Okay. Okay. Nice. How about you, you rock the zip code? Um. <laughs> I think I've done karaoke like once in my life. And what did you do? Semi-charm life with you? Yeah. <laughs> Third eye blind. <laughs> it's a good one. Do, 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 do. That's a great song. I don't know. My go-to karaoke song? I don't know what mine is. I, I, uh, oh, you know what I do? Because it's, it's easy to sing and it's got like four words. Uh, Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Because you're just like, Come on, come on, come on, come on, baby! Now I sound just like that. Just perfect. That was... I sound exactly like Paul McCartney when I do it, <clears throat> or John Lennon. I feel like if I was going to put that song on right now, you'd be like, "Turn this off immediately." <laughs> so why on earth would that be the song you'd want to sing? Because it gets a crowd riled up. My only pro tip for any uh, karaokeers is the trick is to pick a song that's like fun for crowd participation. Because then you don't have to like perform it well. You just, it just, everyone has fun doing it. If we were going like tonight to go do karaoke, there's a good chance I might do a Creed song. Which one? With arms wide open. Probably my sacrifice. Nice. That's a good one. I'll do, look at this photograph. Nice, you do a Nickelback. Yeah. Creedleback. Creedleback. <gasps> Can we start a cover band called Creedleback? Oh my God, Butt Rockets. Butt Rockets. <laughs> Creedleback. We only play the songs that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> but now love. But now love, because it's cool again. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Jones, are you excited to join our band? Because you know you have to be in it, because you're the only one who has talent. <laughs> you have to hold the band together. <laughs> you're currently the lead, rhythm, and... The guitarist yeah. and drummer. Can you play drums, <laughs> bass, and guitar at the same time? Do I have to do lead drums? <laughs> lead and <laughs> rhythm and drums. Rhythm. 
<laughs> rhythm drums. And you need a drum kit that has 64 different toms. <laughs> yes. Could do that. Yeah, you need like a high tom, a high, high, high tom, <laughs> um, in the middle tom, low tom, baritone tom. Is baritone lower than bass? No. Oh. What's bass. lower than bass? Bass is the lowest. What's lower than bass? Bass. How low can you go? What about? I think it's the lowest. Oh, what about double bass? Double bass is an instrument. What's the lowest note you could sing right now? Hit it. Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think that's a death rattle. That's uh, a, that's a noise you're gonna make right before you rattle. die. Yeah. Uh, it's like I don't think he's got. I don't think he's long for this world. <laughs> I just heard him make that sound. Um, uh, what What's your lowest note? Oh, that was pretty good. It was like a didgeridoo. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do mine. Ooh, was that was that a note? I don't know if that counts as a note. Ooh, I don't know. That's very didgeridooy as well. I want everyone to pay for the show on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so send us your lowest notes that you yeah, can everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Send us audio messages through text. Please do. <laughs> Dude, if we get a bunch of audio messages of people just going, oh, <laughs> that'll be the best day of my life. We'll just cut it off. And you know, Jones will make a production piece out of it. 100%. So if you want to be a participant in a production piece by Jones, <laughs> just send us an audio message going, oh, and magic will happen. This was a good show. Yeah. I missed you guys. Me too. It's been a long, like, week. It's also the first sugar-free Red Bull I've had in, like, a decade. It is the biggest. It's also the first Red Bull I've had. Yeah, Jones Jones came to my house tonight, to the studio, packing a, a, a three-pack of, like, Magnum Red Bulls, and that's why we're very hyper right now. So, um, thank you, Jones. You're welcome. I'm going to be up till seven o'clock in the morning. So the last Red Bull I had was the the plum one that Jones bought to the show like years back. Oh my God. That had, that had to have been five years ago. Pre, that was pre COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That was pre Y2K also. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Jones, you should get sponsored by Red Bull. They would uh, go out of business. <laughs> no, that's not true. They have wings or they give them to you. I don't know. All right, Eric, you want to close it out before I say something even yeah, dumber so, than that? Um, thank you guys for all the feedback over the last couple of weeks. Let us know the movies or shows or whatever you'd like us to do deep dives on. Uh, send us the lowest notes you could hit. And until next week, we love you guys. Bye. Peace. <laughs>